This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description. A practical prayer is a prayer that works. These discussions between Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence dive into the details of how it works and how to work it. Reverend Bill is a New Thought minister and the author of Practical Prayer for Real Results. Your new life begins with a new thought. Carol Lawrence is on a spiritual quest, finding the New Thought teaching after decades on the pulpit in three different traditional denominations. I've got some questions. Together, they're exploring the philosophy and activities that come together from many of the world's religions to create the practical spirituality that is New Thought. Welcome to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol, here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni. Hi. And good uh, afternoon, good day, good evening, good whatever we are, because this is a podcast. <laughs> People will listen to it whenever. I think it drops at four o'clock in the morning on Wednesdays, and I just can't imagine anybody sitting up next to their podcast machine waiting for this thing I- to come up. Do you know what? At one at one point, I thought when early on podcasting, I thought, okay, do you speak as though you're talking to morning people or afternoon or evening? Or if you talk to morning people, because I'm like up at five, seven o'clock, I'm, you know, I'm still like going at night. And people will say, could you just tone it down a little? <laughs> <laughs> My sister flat out told me, do not call me at seven o'clock. I don't want to hear it. I don't care what it is. And I'm thinking, what did I do wrong? So I said that to say, I don't know how I should be on the podcast because people listen at different times. Um, so. We will be um, gender neutral with respect to daytime. So it's just podcast time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's he and her and she and they and them and whatever. So we're just going to be generic. We're not going to specify the time of day. But I'm we talking. will specify what, what, we're at, what we are going to talk about from a spiritual context. So what did you have in mind for today? Um, sort of a continuation of what we've been doing. We were talking about uh, new, newness, mm-hmm. and because of New Year. But that in, entails letting go. Yes. And that's not so easy. It, because it's let, I thought about letting go in so many different um, scenarios. And sometimes letting go of a food that you like uh, is tough, even if you know that it's not really good for you. Mm-hmm. Or other things like that, um, letting go of certain habits, and they may not be good for you. But whether it's good for you or not, does it make it any easier to make the transition or letting that particular thing go? Also, the idea that you don't get new unless you let the old thing go. Yeah. So that's that's a lot to process, you know, with every act of letting go. Am I going to get something in return? Suppose I like it. Uh, can I do this? So it's been a lot of that going around. Yeah. Well, and we'll, you know, we're in New Year's resolution season. Yeah. You know, that six weeks when it's crowded at the gym uh, between resolutions and giving up, uh, and. And in order to have the new experience, we do need to let go of what, what used to be. You know, if mm-hmm. I like couch potatoing and I want to be in shape, it's like, all right, if you really want to be in shape, then you're going to have to let go of the couch potatoing, at least to an extent. 
So you really and, had to say that. You had to go there, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just thought right, about we that. Make it, yeah. No, whatever. Make it ahead. potato chips instead of instead of the working out of the gym. And that's just one of those beginning of the year sorts of things. Uh, there's also dry January where people get themselves so intoxicated towards the end of the year that they don't drink anything in January. And I had a friend years and years ago who used to do that just to prove to himself that he could stop drinking for a month. <laughs> I never heard of that. I've never heard uh, of that. Yeah. I, I heard of it in several different directions this year. And I knew of the concept, but I didn't have, know that it had a name. Dryuary, I think, is how they've abbreviated it. Hmm. Okay. i got to ask and, some friends if they've heard of that. And it, the whole thing, what you're talking about and dry January and all the rest of it, reminds me in a lot of ways of some stuff that I learned when I was uh, getting involved in Ayurveda, which is the ancient Indian mm-hmm. uh, or the, the healthcare or uh, modality from India. And one of my teachers said, uh, you know, one of the catch, one of the concepts is all things in moderation, including moderation. <laughs> and one of her examples was, you know, typical of the Western world is somebody says, oh, I get such heartburn when I eat pepperoni pizza. Mm-hmm. If I take one of these pills, then it makes the heartburn go away. And it's like, don't eat the pepperoni pizza. <laughs> <laughs> No pizza, uh, no pill, no problem. Uh, and and Ayurveda says every once in a while, go ahead and have a piece of pizza, understanding that it's going to give or or take the pizza with the antacid, but only once in a while. Don't don't do it all the time. Yeah, yeah, I, that works. You know, because it it falls into the area of common sense. So when you tell yourself you can have it sometime. You can adjust to the sometime. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm currently not eating carbs, and my favorite pizza place sent me a coupon <laughs> for 20% off. And I thought, ooh, yeah. I'll have to wait. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I get it. I'm just intrigued that these examples that you're talking, you're brazing, are so hitting home for me. Uh, well, yeah. there could be two reasons for that. Either it is a universal topic, or I know you really well. Perhaps both. Perhaps both, yeah. Yeah. And the releasing of the surrender, it, it's, it's really obvious when you think about it. It's when we get into the personal experience of, oh my God, I have to let go of this thing. I have to stop doing something that I'm so comfortable doing that I've been doing for such a long time. You know, when somebody has a, a favorite pair of pants or favorite sweater, and then they finally lose the weight that they were wanting to lose. And suddenly they can't wear that anymore because mm-hmm. it just doesn't work. So on the one hand, they thought they were letting go of the weight. And now there's now they're, they've done that and gone through all of the process of getting into this new shape and, and form of body that they wanted. And now there's something else to let go of. It's like, oh, how do I do that? Well, because the choice is that you start eating the cheeseburgers and put the weight back on so your, your favorite sweater fits. That, that's Ugh. not where you want to go. That's not it. That's not it. Yeah, that's not it. So when we're releasing and surrendering, it's all about choice. Yeah. It's, and you can't cheat on this, by the way, because I, while, you were, while you were giving that example, I thought about this fabulous skirt that I got. 
fabulous. So when I bought it, I bought two. <laughs> one for when I was skinny and one for when I was not so skinny. And walking to the car, I thought, you know what? You are such a cheater. You're such a jerk. You just look at what you did. You have no good intentions here. you have this is a while back before i understood setting intentions and all of that but i scolded myself all the way to the car and i said now now if you were any kind of mature human being honorable woman you would take one of those skirts back and i looked in the rearview mirror and said but you're none of those and i'm taking them (laughs) off Uh, I have, I have actually the corollary to that story. Something that happened to me because um, I dropped 30, 40 pounds uh, back in 2018, 2019. And so all of the old suits didn't fit. And we were back in the good old days when people actually dressed up and went places, mm. um, which was, which was kind of novel. And I was doing weddings and memorial services and stuff. So, okay. So I needed, I needed a gray suit and a black suit. And uh, there was a wonderful sale on the, the mix and match separates on the suits. And so I got myself a suit and uh, I thought, okay, I'm not sure if I'm done losing weight. So I'm going to go ahead and buy an extra pair of pants for each suit. That's a size smaller. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just because, you know, I, I'm not sure where this is, this is leading. I want to be prepared though. I don't want to, I don't want to have a, a suit that I can't wear because the pants are falling down. Yeah, that's that's a tad bit more honorable than what I was doing, <laughs> but well, just, I get it. it's yeah, it's it was aspirational rather than planning on uh, a, a catastrophe. Yeah, uh, I will tell you that the smaller pair of pants, both of them, still have the tags on. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting there, you know, with all I, that you, you do, know, all the, the other, physical the stuff other, that you do. The other ones are fine, but okay, so. Yeah, and it's it's how you look at it. If you say, oh, I'm going to get the ones that are the right size for me now, I'm going to get another one that's going to be bigger because I know that I can't control myself. That's that's not really a good intention to be setting. Right. Now, if experience shows that that's what you're going to do, then maybe to pre- be prepared for what you're going to do is to go ahead and do that and then set the intention, I'm never going to wear the big ones. Yeah. It's, I'm never yeah. even going to want to. There's not going to be no question. I'm going to find them on the shelf five years from now and say, oh, I've never needed these. The real test is when you just don't buy them. But we could go on, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's letting go and that, I'll speak for myself because I haven't thought, of, thought this through to be a generalization necessarily, but it's, it's what my intentions are. You know, like, are you, how invested in, in this are you really? Or is this just a feel-good moment? You know, take take a seat. And not just about the skirt that I bought. I do that occasionally. You know, is this a feel good here or do you really? (laughs) (laughs) You know, do you really have any intention of carrying this thing all the way through? And um, hmm. so that in a sense, that's letting go of a lot of things. You know, it's letting go of uh, being uh, not not careful about what you're doing, you know, not preparing. And I know, I know it sounds negative, it's, but it's not. It, it's mm-hmm. part of, you know, organizing yourself. And here's that thing. It's like letting go of ego. You know, this is a great idea. 
but is this <laughs> is this a feel good for you? You know what I mean? Come on, Carol. Um, hmm. There was a minister in uh, Palm Desert, California, Tom Costa, and he. One of the things that he said was that he finally accepted that he was prosperous when he sold sold his third Rolls Royce. Nice. He was doing well enough that he bought a Rolls Royce, then he bought another Rolls Royce. I, I would imagine that he traded them in, but it was when he got rid of the third one and he realized that, okay, I'm prosperous, and he didn't need to have a Rolls Royce or anything else outside telling him that. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's, that's big. Yeah. That's big, because then you're, you're not so much doing battle with your subconscious mind and the stuff that's in there, but it's really like, reset is a nice word, I think. Doing battle is a difficult word, or a difficult idea. It's rather negative. But it's like, who's going to win here? You know, mm-hmm. am I going to, if I reset, I need to reset. I need to do that. And it's. Not easy. Again, you know, mm-hmm. it is. It's, it isn't. We but, can yeah. come up with metaphors about you know the importance of release and surrender, and how it allows us to open to something different. And you know, there is all those sayings that uh, nothing changes if nothing changes. But my favorite example is our breathing. You know, you take a deep breath in, hold it for the rest of your life. Eventually that breath will have served its purpose and no longer be useful or life-affirming or supportive or what you want. And then you breathe out and you let it go. And oh, by the way, it wasn't about that breath because now that you've breathed out, you can breathe in again. Mm-hmm. And that's the same process that we're doing all the time. When we're holding on to something in the past, we are, we're adhering ourselves to the past. And the future can't change for us because it's all anchored and, and in the framework of what, what had been up until then. Oh, absolutely agree with that. You know, I was decluttering a lot of things. Uh, and, and my friends talk about decluttering clothes, but that's not so much with me. I have some other stuff that I, and I, I stood there one time in the midst of all that I was decluttering and said, I asked each piece, why am I holding on to you? What is it about you? What feel, and, it, and most of the time, once I got the hang of it, it was the feel-good moment when I got it. Mm. And sometimes just the idea that I have it, the feel-good moment. And I might not have seen it for five years. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought, okay, does this make sense, Carol? <laughs> <laughs> Nice idea, but come on, does this make sense? Like you could use the space, right? And, you know, okay. And, and most of things ca- have a reason for being in our possession, I think. Even people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep, there's that notion. A friend of mine um, has four kids, and this year for the holidays, uh, instead of giving them more stuff because their house is filling up, um, gave them experiences. And the kids are thrilled. They're going to the circus. They're going to a concert. They're going to um, the, 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 the Wolf Water Park. And then, you know, getting a day to play hooky from school and, you know, playing an indoor water park in the middle of February. Isn't and wonderful? 
And they're so excited about that. And yeah. it's not about stuff. It's about accumulating experiences. Let me, let me broaden out the experiences that I've had and, and, and do something that's really rich. I mean, that is so wonderful. You know, there's, I call them feel good moments. Mm-hmm. And I used to do that with my kids. I take them out of school. Well, they're so far out of school now, nobody's going to come get me for it. But you know, I take them out of school and we'd go swimming or we'd go somewhere. And they talk about that. And they say, you know, mom, my mom, mom was such a rebel. She would come do this. And I don't know if they got as much of a kick out of where we were going as much as they did the fact that they thought their mom was a rebel. And yep. she's coming to, and it's, it's delightful because we share those memories and moments, whereas they forgot the little stuff that I bought them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I cheer that person that did that. Yeah. But it, yeah. it's, it's to our advantage. I, I know, not think I know it is to our advantage to take time and make that move uh, as, as difficult as it may be and time consuming, you know, chop up the time, do some today, do some tomorrow, but it's very freeing. Um, because you can, you know what, if nothing else right away, you feel proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I did this. I'm not sure I'm going to be happy next week, but I did it. <laughs> there you go. Let's uh, take a break and continue talking about release and surrender. I'm ready to let go. Is Reverend Bill letting you know that the Practical Prayer for Real Results class is now available on demand? That's right. You can take it at your own pace anytime you want. All of the information is at BeTheLight.com. That's B-The-Light.com. You know where to find that stuff. The class is five lessons broken down into 18 modules, and you can take them at whatever pace is comfortable for you. As you work through the process, it starts out with the theory, goes into the practice. There are experiential activities and exercises. And at the end of the program, you will wind up with an understanding of how practical prayer works and a practical prayer for yourself that will work to create transformation in your life. And as you know, it works for everything. Take a look at the class online at BeTheLight.com. There's a sample lesson so you can see how the class is going to work for you and then dive in. The great news is it's on sale now. You can register and save $20 off of the regular price. I'm looking forward to seeing you in class. Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol, here with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioli. We're talking about surrender and release. And I'm going to point out that there's a wonderful question that you can ask yourself. And it's best to ask it to yourself in meditation or in quiet contemplation so that your ego will be less likely to give you all the answers. The question is, how does this serve me? How does this serve me? You know, and if we're having a great time partying and drinking too much during the holidays and we get towards the beginning of January and we're thinking about doing something different, instead of saying, oh, that's been, I, I don't want to continue that behavior. That's really bad for me. I don't like it, et cetera, et cetera. How does this serve me? And maybe it was to let you go comfortably through the, uh, the holiday season. And maybe it was something else. So how does this serve me? 
maybe uh, <laughs> we discovered that, well, it, uh, uh, it kept me kind of numb when I was hanging around with a family as much as I was. Um, and, and, and if that's what was important, then that was important then go for it. But to acknowledge, how does this serve me? And then be able to make either the same choice. Okay. That, that's, that's how that served me. I'm going to continue doing that. Or it served me this way. And now I'm ready to let it go. Because mm-hmm. no, nobody says, let me do something that's bad for me. Well, most of the time. Okay. Um, that's, that's big, though, you know, to say, how does this serve me? It assumes that you have your eye on your better, whatever that is, and then you kind of know the things that are keeping you from your better. That's, that's a poor choice of words, but um, it makes the point. So you're saying, how does this serve me? Let's say, for instance, it doesn't. And you're thinking, okay, so what if I don't, what is life going to be like without this? You know, if I don't have have these moments or I don't have this, whatever it is, uh, the security blanket <laughs> that I, you know, whatever it might be. It's, I think it takes, it's brave, to me, you have to be a bit brave to go for your higher and best self. Uh, but it's it's good. It's good. Well, yeah. And, and, and people who, you know, finally, after all those uh, relationships that, that went sour and always having that be the, the kind of woman or the kind of guy that treats me bad and does this or that or the other thing, to finally let go of the need to be in that dysfunctional relationship and choose something different, and then get into that new relationship. Oh, those all served me by letting me know that there's something that I had to change so that I could be open to this next new relationship mm-hmm. that I'm really enjoying. So there's always something. How does this serve me? Well, it's teaching me a lesson. <laughs> it's giving me enough evidence that it's worth changing something. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking of where you have to be in your growth cycle to handle such a conversation and be comfortable with that. So, you know, as you were speaking, I'm thinking of, okay, so where's the, there, there, so what's next? Like I'm standing in the middle of this, um, at this point, uh, the pivot. And you say, okay, how does this serve me? It does or it doesn't. And so I know I want something better. I may not know exactly what, but it takes, like, again, it takes some courage to do that and to know that I want better and that I'm going to go after better. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to do this. Um, and I, I use the term like dogged determination mm-hmm. or tenacity. I can remember a couple of times when I, <clears throat> they say step out on faith, but I called it something a little bit different when I was leaving situations and they were very, they were different. You know, the four situations that I I stepped away from, they were all so very different through my life, but I had the same thought in my mind. Okay, God, I have no clue what's next, but this ain't working. I'm Mm -hmm. out, you know, and it's been me, it's been me and you all along. So let's go. And, that's not something that I don't know where those words came from the first time, but then they 
came over the years in different situations, you get to that point and you just say, look, there's God, spirit, whatever you want to call God. And that is the thing that is your better choice or is going to take you to a better place, depending on what your perception of God is out there or in here, it doesn't really matter. It's that this higher power that is you is going to take you to the better place. Yeah. And there's that, a yeah. highly spiritual term that, um, that, that, that I use from time to time, which is sucketh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <When> let's... We, <laughs> we look at the experience that we've been having. It's exactly what you're talking about. And at some point we decide this sucketh. And that is the prompt for, let me pivot. If that sucketh, then let me turn to something different and invite in a different experience. Mm-hmm. And that can simply be magical. So nobody wants the experiences that sucketh, but when they come along, it's a reminder that something else is possible. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of hanging on this term, brave, courageous, gutsy yeah. right now. Because you don't, you know, you hope that something else is possible. Gotta be, you know, I mean, even if you get to the point that says, gotta be better than this. Oh, that, well, that's it doesn't have good. to be better than this. There's, there's, there's definitely better as possible. It's better as possible. Let's take a break and then do a prayer on gutsy and courageous and brave. Okay. Learn to put practical prayer to work in your life. The steps are simple to learn and let you begin to get real results to create the life of your dreams immediately. Reverend Bill Marcioni's widely acclaimed book, Practical Prayer for Real Results, gives you a clear summary of the new thought principles behind practical prayer and the series of easy-to-understand steps found in the most effective prayers from religions and spiritual practices all over the world and throughout history. Practical prayer is not a replacement for your religion or practice. It's a technique to make the work you do in consciousness even more effective. The book includes 40 prayers on various topics that you can adapt as needed and use as your own. Practical Prayer for Real Results is available in paperback, Kindle, and audiobook on Amazon or at b-the-light.com. That's b-the-light.com. Welcome back to the Practical Prayer Podcast. I'm Carol. You're with Reverend Dr. Bill Marcioni. We have been talking about release and surrender mm-hmm. and how challenging that can be, how brave and courageous and gutsy we have to be in order to look at change in something and counting on that next breath coming in. You know, jump yeah. off the diving board and hope that we survive. <laughs> take a breath out and, and trust that there's going to be another breath next. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it does, it, it, it's, it requires courage. It requires courage. And, and you know, there's the, the notion that we are either uh, pushed by passion or uh, pulled by passion or pushed by pain, I think is the phrase. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different reasons that we're going to invite change in our lives and let go of something. Sometimes we just say, this is not working. I'm out of here. 
you know, and it is the fact that it has gotten as challenging, as difficult, as unpleasant as it has pushes us into something new. And other times we just get a great idea and the same thing happens. Oh, I am ready to blossom into something different. And it's all about looking into the future we step away from whatever had brought us to that point, and there's something new. There's something new. And what they all have in common is the creative process that allows all of that to happen. So that's going to be our practical prayer today. We're going to do a practical prayer on being aware of where we are in our process. What has been serving me? How has the situation, the experiences, the activities, or whatever it is that's coming to mind, how has that been serving me? And what will serve me next? What is, what is ready to happen as me next? So I'm going to speak this prayer in the first person. And I invite everybody who's listening to take it for yourself also in the first person. Because there's one, one power and presence, one mind. That one knows everything. That one is everything. In the beginning, there was only that one creative presence. It began sharing itself. And all of creation is that one, expressed and revealed and unfolding in its own particular way. Everything is that infinite intelligence, that limitless love, that divine presence, that creative power that is the center and circumference of all of creation. Each of us is an individualized expression of the one. So all of the knowledge, all of the wisdom, all of the love, all of the potential, all of the creative energy that's available anywhere is available as and through and for each of us right here and right now. Included in that is the guidance to inform us as to what is no longer serving us that it's time to let go of. And on the pivot, what is that new experience, that new idea, that new scenario that we're inviting in? So as we let go of judgment about whether something that we've been doing or experiencing or having has been bad or good, we simply understand where we are in the process. How does this serve me? Am I ready to let this go? Is there an opportunity to make room for something different? What is that something different? And the results of this prayer will bring clarity about our next perfect steps or clarity about that which we are seeking and desiring. That infinite intelligence, that divine creative presence is willing and able and active in sharing itself for and through and as each of us right here and right now. The ideas, the inspiration, the guidance is at hand for the perfect steps for each of us to take, the perfect activities to engage in. The wonderful, divine, perfect idea of that next new experience that we're inviting in. And the clear and gentle awareness of everything that is ours to release. And each one of us is in the midst right now of a pivot. As we turn away from that which has been in our experience before, if it's no longer certain. And are opening to that next new experience of love, of light, of life of joy, of harmony, of health, of peace, of prosperity. Whatever way we describe or define or explain it, that good is available. The transformation is at hand. I'm so, so grateful for it. With gratitude for all of this good, I speak this word and I release it into the creative law that creates everything 
I know it now is creating this. And so I let it be. And so it is. The Practical Prayer Podcast with Reverend Bill Marcioni and Carol Lawrence is a production of BeTheLight.com. Be-the-light.com. Where you can find more information about practical prayer for real results. Our theme is by Music of Wisdom. You can learn about the spiritual community of New Thought Philadelphia with daily guided meditations, weekly celebrations of spirit, and Reverend Bill's classes in practical spirituality at NewThoughtPhilly.org. This podcast is supported by listeners like you. We're grateful for your tax-deductible donation at newthoughtphilly.org or the link in the episode description.